turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, folks, I want you to listen carefully. Um, I have kind of a personal message for you. I don't get into personal things very often, but uh, today I've just just got to get really, really personal with you and tell you I need your help. I need your help because I, I need a new watch. I need a new watch, and I'm hoping that you will contribute. And if you're willing to contribute... To my new watch fund, I mean, the watch I have on my wrist right now, I have had for almost 20 years. And it's true, almost 20 years. And if you'd like to contribute, please call 1-800-I-AM-CRAZY. Write that number down, 800-I-AM-CRAZY. All right, what am I talking about? Uh, wait till you hear this. I thought we would start this segment with a little bit of humor, although in reality it's not that funny. Uh, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, even though I have a 20-year-old watch on my wrist, still work. Well, that's work. In fact, it's working great. Uh, gift from my wife. Uh, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-262. 5483. A uh, pass. <laughs> oh, pardon me. <clears throat> Got the cough button almost in time. A uh, Missouri pastor has had a portion of his sermon go viral as uh, he goes on a spiritual. Rampage. A well, he has a temper tantrum in the pulpit because he wants a fancy, expensive new watch, and his congregation won't buy it for him. And no, I'm not making this up. Uh, his name is Carlton Funderburk. He is pastor of the Church at the Well. In Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, He delivered this message a couple of weeks ago on Sunday morning. And uh, as he got into the message, he got more and more angry about the fact that he had asked his congregation, not just for a new watch, an expensive new watch, and they had not provided it for him. Let me... Let me give you some of the quotes from this. Again, this this video has now gone viral. He begins yelling at his congregation. That's how I know you're still poor, broke, busted, and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me. 
I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. I ain't worth your St. John Knits. Y'all can't afford it. No how. I ain't worth y'all Louis Vuitton. I ain't worth your Prada. I'm not worth your Gucci. (laughs) He wasn't finished. I'm saying this because I want you to understand just what God is saying. I found out that Movado, you can buy a Movado watch in Sam's Club. And y'all know I asked for one last year. And here it is the whole way in August, and I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. I don't want to hear no more excuses about what you all can't afford. You can't afford it because you don't see the value here. Pointing to himself. Y'all hear from your pastor and father, I'm over y'all. I am over your cheap expressions. (laughs) Oh my goodness. He was one mad pastor because he didn't think the congregation was honoring him because he had asked a year ago that he wanted a Movado watch. And they hadn't gotten it. In in fact, he's, what did he say? Here here it is. I asked for it. Uh, Let's see. uh, What was the quote again? Um, uh, I, uh, y'all know I asked for one last year, and here it is the whole way in August, and I still ain't got it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Everybody needs to understand almost anything you say is being recorded. And so this pastor of the Church at the Well in Kansas City, uh, the Sunday morning service was recorded on video, and the video went viral. So he has apologized. (laughs) Yeah, he has apologized. He said, and I quote, I want to take this moment to address thee now, Viral video clip with me from a sermon given on August 7th, 2022. Though there is context behind the content of the clip, no context will suffice to explain the hurt and the anguish caused by my words. I've spoken to those I'm accountable to and have received their correction and their instruction. Yeah. So uh, after being caught, after the viral went absolutely viral, he did apologize. But um, now, does anybody want to guess what theology this young man comes from? I would venture just a wild, crazy guess the prosperity gospel, the name it and claim it. You know, give me 10, God will give you 100. Like the pastor in, uh, where was that? That was in New York. What, that was about a month ago? Three guys came in while he was preaching, drew their guns, got the pastor on the floor, and took $1 million worth of jewelry off the pastor. You remember that story? 
Um, now, I hope, and I mean this sincerely, I'm looking at his picture. He's a young guy. And I really hope, and I'm, and I'm being sincere in this, he has been absolutely publicly humiliated, and well, he should be, yelling and screaming at his congregation because they didn't buy him at a very, very expensive watch. Um, he has been publicly humiliated. I hope that he will take this and realize how heretical the doctrine is that caused this tantrum. This was false doctrine behind this tantrum in a sermon. And I hope he sees it, and I hope he repents, and I hope he gets his theology right. I don't think he's going to get a Movado watch. I don't think. In fact, I hope he doesn't. Oh, my goodness. The things that are coming from pulpits today, it's, you know, we're almost the place where nothing surprises us anymore. That's why if you're at a good, solid, Bible-believing church, thank God daily for your pastor and the leaders of your church. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I guess I'm not the only one who thinks this way. Yesterday, if you were listening, I said on this whole transgenderism topic, it's like two speeding trains, you know, like the Amtrak. And uh, they're going in opposite directions at a very high rate of speed. And on the side of the train is transgenderism. In America, the train is speeding towards more acceptance of transgenderism. The other train would be marked the rest of the world. Yep. The United States right now is the outlier on this whole transgender thing. And it's really sad because for so long, America led the way in scientific discoveries and health and so forth. And here we are bringing up the the tail end. And while we're doing it, we are harming, drastically harming children with the puberty blockers, hormone treatments, sexual reassignment surgery for minors, while the rest of the world is saying, yeah, we used to do that, but now we know better. Well, I've got an article here by Jay Green, who writes for the Christian Post, and the headline is, UK, United Kingdom, UK cracks down while U.S. doubles down on gender-affirming care. Let me read you just one, well, a couple of paragraphs. Quote, The contrast between the direction of gender-related policies in the United States and the U.K. could not be starker. 
Britain is shuttering its sole gender clinic, Tavistock, following a comprehensive review, while the U.S. is opening scores of new gender clinics following the refusal of the American Academy of Pediatrics to conduct a review of the evidence. Britain, along with many other European countries, started widespread use of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for children, identifying as transgender almost a decade before clinics opened in the U.S. for the same purpose. Listen to this. With that extra decade of experience, European health officials have accumulated more evidence of the long-term damage being done and have now started to reverse course. The British Review, led by Dr. Hilary Cass, the former president of the Royal College of Pediatrics and Child Health, noted that gender clinic, quote, staff have told us that they feel under pressure to adopt an unquestioning affirmative approach in which children's claims about gender dysphoria are not carefully examined and underlying mental health issues are not properly addressed before prescribing puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. And then the story goes on and talks about the examinations in uh, the UK, European countries, and they are, they're saying they're about 10 years ahead of the United States. What does that mean? They're shutting down their gender clinics while America is opening them. That is shocking. How bad is it here in America? Well, I told you yesterday about Boston Children's Hospital having a video on their website, which has now been removed because of the controversy. But they had a video on their website boasting about caring for young transgender kids, boasting that they were giving hysterectomies. Hysterectomies. Irreversible. Hysterectomies to minors. They were boasting about that. Well, it gets worse. One of the primary uh, pediatricians at Boston Children's Hospital is Dr. Carrie McGregor. Dr. Carrie McGregor. She is now saying that children know that they are transgender, possibly from the womb. What? Yeah, here's a quote. Again, this is uh, Dr. Kerry McGregor from uh, Boston Children's Hospital. Quote, A good portion of children do know as early as seemingly from the womb. And they will usually express their gender identity as very young children, some as soon as they can talk. They may say phrases such as, I'm a girl. I'm a boy, or I'm going to be a woman. I'm going to be a mom. Kids know very, very early. It is not unusual for a child to know as young as two or three years old. 
Here's what this idiot, she is an educated idiot. She has a PhD. She has a doctor's degree. She is an educated idiot. And here's why I say that. How many children, you know, you ask them, what are you going to do when you grow up? I'm going to be a fireman. I'm going to be a police officer. I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be a singer. Does anybody? I mean, seriously, does anybody give any attention whatsoever to what a four-year-old says about what they're going to do when they grow up? And would anybody in their right mind take that as a decision that that child would be held to for the rest of their life. Uh, You said when you were five years old, you were going to be a police officer. So for the rest of your life, we are going to force you to train to be a police officer. We will not allow you to change your mind. That would be absolutely insane. Well, we're dealing with something far more important than... Somebody wanted to be a firefighter or a police officer or a truck driver. That's what I wanted to be when I was a kid. Anybody asked me when I was growing up, what do you want to be? I want to be a truck driver. I did. That's what I wanted to do. Nobody would hold that child to that. But here is a doctor at Boston Children's Hospital saying, if a three-year-old boy says, I'm a girl, then we must determine that that child knows what they want and hold them to it. And when they get to six, seven years old, we're going to start treating them with hormones, puberty blockers, and so forth, because that's what they said they wanted. You don't have to be a doctor to know this is absolute evil insanity. And this woman is revered at Boston Children's Hospital. She is in the Boston Children's Hospital Gender Multi-Specialty Service. Um, The same kind of service that Great Britain and other European countries are shutting down. Yeah, America and the rest of the world are going in opposite directions, and we in America are not on the side of science, and more importantly, we're not on the side of the children. 